Welcome. This is William representing Peachtree Property Management, where we invest in fix and hold rental properties located in B, C, and D class communities. Uh, this is just going to be an update on how everything is going, uh, still uh, you know, being impacted and affected by uh, COVID-19. Well, this past weekend, while I was working on my two properties, I was well, working on my one property in uh, Lexington, North Carolina. Uh, I was approached by a few different uh, men, the property owners um, that were looking for their, you know, basically their, their one guy was looking for a porch or a deck to be added on to his property. Another one was looking for windows to be put in. And the third guy was looking for um, the house that had been already, I guess, uh, uh, studded, joists in, walls and stuff like that, but it hasn't uh, been finished, like putting down the plywood, the subfloor, and um, other things. So, basically, I look at it like, well, I can use those uh, that other income as income to fix up my property. So, I'm looking to probably put a, a hold on one of them, or well, on working on the property to basically, you know, get in where I fit in as far as fixing those properties up, maybe one or two of them, and um, getting a little cash to come in to... Uh, you know, make it easier before I want to try to get this one property fixed before school starts. Uh, for you all that don't know, I teach full time. And so school is starting about a week or two early this year due to COVID. Um, I think school in North Carolina is starting around August the 17th or so. So well for teachers possibly. So uh, again, just keeping you updated right now. Everything's going well. We have one window put in. Um, have three floors put in as far as subfloors. Have to finish jacking up uh, one of the bedrooms and the bathroom, and then you know finish fixing those any joists that need to be fixed, plumbing, and getting on the roof. So possibly the next move would be jacking the floor, just finishing on um, foundational and subflooring, and then jumping to the roof. Uh, it's a tin roof, so we're fixing what I need to fix there. And, and uh, so I get the foundation and the roof complete and then everything else should be uh, a breeze. Keeping my fingers crossed. Again, if y'all want to keep updated with what I'm doing, I'm also on Facebook, uh, WAG Realty LLC. That's W-A-G and then Realty LLC. Also, I'm on um, was it YouTube. I'm on Instagram. Well, I think my Instagram is Peachtree Property Management, or at Peachtree Property Management. I'm also on Twitter, uh, at Goodlet, uh Jr., and that's G-O-O-D-L-E-T-T. And again, that's at Goodlet Jr., that's Twitter, uh, Instagram. Matter of fact, before, um, you know, so I won't tell you anything wrong, let me check my Instagram um, and be able to give it to you. see. Yes, it's Peachtree Property Management on Instagram. I also have a YouTube, which is Peachtree Property Management 2. Peachtree Property Management 2. I will be doing a few more uh, adding on videos there. Also, keep me updated with what's going on with my rental properties. I have a tenant uh, located in my Salisbury, one of my Salisbury properties that is, has informed me that her and her daughter will be moving out in August. They're looking for a one-bedroom, but again, 
I base mine off the locations. It's not the best of locations, but her being able to find a one bedroom or them being, being able to find a one bedroom to beat my price of a, of a two bedroom. And it could possibly, because it's an older house, the older homes have two um, like living areas and most people don't need that nowadays or use it. So they kind of turn one into a bedroom. Uh, so it's possibly, you know, a three bedroom uh, house. Again, they're not going to be able to find anything less than, and it's less than $600 just because of the area, not because of the house. The house is, uh, the area is not that bad, but it just has a bad stigma. And so I was trying to get someone in by having raised the rents in three years. Um, and the rent is five seventy. So if they move out, I will be raising it to still lower than the market value, but we'll be raising it to a to six hundred. Um, I do have another another tenant in my Woodleaf property. Her and her husband, were, uh, fiance, was having a dispute. They put holes in the wall. Um, either both of them was going to get out, get out, or they you know separate. And cause what happened was the the lady she found the property. It was separated. Um, and then I guess when, right before, you know, she moved in because it took me a couple months, I put it on the market and this is what I usually do with my properties. I put them on the market as I'm fixing them. So I was fixing them back up, replacing the, the couple that was living in there before it stayed in there five or six years. And so I was, uh, repainting, um, restaining what I needed, to, you know, to do maintaining the yard, tightening up the, uh, the fence in the backyard, fixing up the shed, uh, put down new carpet in the whole house. Uh, well, not in the whole house. It might have been just where it needed because I had just not too long ago uh, cleaned the carpet, but replaced it. I know in the um, in the main living area and in another room. Might it might have replaced the carpet in three different rooms. Um, and that is a three bath, three bedroom, two bathroom house uh, on almost 0.7 acres. So it's a nice location, nice school district. I wasn't really worried about getting someone in there. But um, again, moved out. Uh, well, go back to that couple. Uh, they they separated. Uh, he was locking out. They were fighting each other, chasing one another with hammers around the house, inside and out. Th she, he threw a phone through the uh, through the wall, put a hole in. He pushed a hole in the door. All these different things. Um, they moved out, and basically, uh, well, he moved out. And basically, she stayed. I, I didn't have the heart to kick a lady out with, that has um, three or four kids, whatever it is. And, um, and they were pretty young. Two, uh, one's in middle school, probably in the seventh to eighth grade. Um, has a kid that's probably two and one that's, I think, three months old. Has an older kid, but she doesn't live there. She's 19 or 20. Um, and so went there, and they pro I think they've been staying in there for about five months. Looks like a disaster zone as far as the carpet is no longer uh, clean. It, it looks worse than it did with the people that lived in there for um, for five five or six years. It's, it's horrible. I told her, and I said, is that at your expense? These are tough conversations you have to have as a landlord. I told her that at her expense to get the yard cut and not, not to help her out. I knocked the rent down for two months. Uh, the rent there was like $800. Um, still below the market because a two bedroom in that area goes for 900, 950. Um, but I knocked it down to 800 because it's a three bedroom, two bath. But I try to make my prices uh, basically where you can't move. I'm not going to give you a piece of crap, but um, you know, competing with the market. Um, 
So I told her she has to find somebody to cut the grass. Before I came back, that was over the weekend, she had found someone the next day to cut the grass. I told, I gave her a couple numbers the, the, for people that will clean the carpet, clean up the house. Um, while I was there um, fixing holes in the wall and in the door, in the door and uh, putting up trim and things like that, uh, I was going to vacuum. I was making a mess with the with the mud and stuff like that, so I was going to vacuum. But her vacuum cleaner didn't work, so I, I you know I politely told her, I said, look, I got, I got numbers. They can come in here and to to help you get started on the right foot. And so she, you know she she obliged. Um, I know it's, it's pretty tough right now during COVID, having people travel to other people's homes, um, renting machines if need to be rented. Because basically what I do is I try to look out for different people. So um, the, the guy that cuts my parents' grass, I look out for him. I, I allow him to cut um, other yards that, uh, you know, I give him other yards that I have. And he cuts those. And so I was going to give him that yard. And, and as far as cleaning, I was going to tell, uh, you know, my, my cousin, if he wanted to do it, you know, rent a machine, blah, blah, blah. Because I have a machine here with me, but I know my wife would would kill me as far as, you know, taking it over there because the house is just filthy. Um, so, you know, I don't know if being able to rent from a, a local grocery store or uh, our local uh, chain store is allowed right now due, due to COVID. So, again, you know, I, I just hope she can find a vacuum cleaner, buy one, and at least vacuum because the place looks, it looks horrible. You know, I know it's rough. She still works. But hey, it is what it is. You know, you, you signed the contract. We had to get this place uh, tightened up. Everywhere else, pretty. Oh, I had the heart to heart with one of my uh, tenants in Eden, uh, North Carolina, close to Virginia, close, not too far from Danville, uh, Virginia. Uh, he, he says he doesn't trust his girlfriend or fiance with money. Has nothing to do with me, has nothing to do with this contract we signed. I told him, I said, I'm not going to keep coming up here, picking up the rent. That's, you know, if I do, I'm at the raising rent. He wanted to uh, do cash app. He has whatever car set up that's, that cash app doesn't accept. I told him to go to the bank. I mean, I go to the bank, but um, yeah, I told him that to go to the bank, put it in my bank account. Or he has the option of um, not just cash app, what is that, uh, a money gram, like go to food line or Walmart. He, he seems to not be able to find the time to do that. He says he's too busy between work and, and all this. And he, and like I said, I told him about giving the money to his, to his girlfriend. And he doesn't want to do it. And so, you know, we have not a little disagreement outside. Talking, you know, st me staying professional. Him uh, being a little bit more aggressive. So I had to, you know, stand my ground and tell him, like, look, you, this is not what we talked about. These are all the things you said you was going to be a man of your word, blah, blah, blah. You know, things of that, of that nature. And, and that's just some of the things you got to deal with being a landlord. Um, some people, they just don't want to do right. They don't want to pay the rent. And everybody that I get, so in North Carolina, I don't know how it is around the rest of the United States. But in North Carolina, a lot of people have not, there, has been, there have been people that have been affected. Um, people that deal with coming in the homes. Uh, working closely with people that are disabled, working closely with, um, well, I guess working in restaurants, working in 
um, how do you want to say it, working in stores, I guess you could say, where you have to, um, well, I won't say low-end stores, but say like a Circuit City block, you know, I guess Circuit City is closed, but places like that, retail stores where hours have been cut. Most of my tenants are not those type of people. They work in factories for like Amazon, they work in their CNAs, their coding specialists, their um, one, one, one was a retired police officer um, and, th and things like that. So no one that is my tenant out of all my properties are, uh, have been affected by COVID. I had one person been affected and his hours got cut by one hour a week. That was it. So, these, so they can pay the rent. Some of these people actually make the same amount that I make a month. And I'm not saying they, I don't know their bills like that, but it's hard to say that you have more bills than myself, a higher bill payments. And so I'm not, and their rent is nowhere close to being what my rent is. I rent also. Um, and it's nowhere close to being what my rent is. So I'm trying to understand if I'm charging you $600, $625, $570 from, you know, these are my lower end places. Why, um, you know, why can't you pay your rent? Or why don't you want to pay your rent? You know? So it's those are some of the, the things you gotta deal with being a landlord. But what I, what what I will say is I'll, it's I don't wanna say it's a stigma because I've had people not on section eight, not on SSI tear up my properties. Um but it's it's kinda hard dealing with some of those, I guess, people that work in the restaurants, work at some of these other retail places because just being honest with you, sometimes those jobs lay off uh, quicker or lay off more often than than the other jobs and other types of jobs. And so a lot of those people do quit their jobs more frequently than people that are police officers, people that are CNAs, people that work in the nursing homes or people that work in um, the the hospitals that I, and, you know, and people that work at... Um, some, some of these factories, like I say, uh, all these food line warehouse, um, you know, those work, you know, all, all these warehouses, stuff like that. They because they, they, they actually I mean, it's hard work, but they pay pretty good. And so those people tend to stay on those jobs a, a little longer for the most part. Um, and so those are some of the things you got to think about when you're hiring someone, uh, when you're looking for a tenant or when you're getting a tenant and, you know, and they and they. Don't have. Uh, they say, well, oh, I, I, I used to, I, I stay with my, um, my in-laws, or I stay with blah blah blah, and I don't, you know, you ask for a past reference as far as like where, where you stayed, uh, past landlord, and they can't give it. You got to be wary about those people, those people that, um, you know, you say, well, I, I st I've been on this job for for six months. Well, what job did you have before then? You know, you're 28, 30. 36, 40 years old, where's your work history? Um, you know, and then you see their work history and they even look sketchy to them where the longest they've been on the job is a year. You know, and, and after that, they may, may have been on the job for three months, may have been on the job for eight months, may have been without a job for two or three years, been on another, you know, been on the job for, for six months. Like, you know, and that's kind of sketchy. And I've, I read a post on Facebook where someone, uh, a lot of people were asking, why does rent cost so much? 
when a landlord's mortgage is not that high. Say the mortgage is, is $600 and the landlord may charge 900 to 1000 Well, it's because of those things I'm telling you about. Because some landlords have mortgages. You have to also look at this like it's a business. I'm staying with the market. With myself, I stay a little below, or a lot below. Um, I even had a, uh, not to get off topic, but I had a person, I was cleaning out the gutters in one of the houses in Winston, and she asked me, uh, do I take Section 8? I told her, sure. She said, yeah, I think I'm going to get on Section 8 uh, again, having them. And she's she's like a medical um, coding person. She just she works from home for like three different medical uh, things. And they pray, they pray in pretty well. And um, I told her, I said, well, if you do that, if you do get approved, I know this house will pass. All my homes have passed um, Section 8 before, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and I usually don't go with Section 8 because even though I'm below the market, the uh, Section 8 is even farther down than I am. Um, so I told her, I said, yeah, uh, you know, even though the house is, uh, I knocked it down to, for, for like 600 I said, in this area, it's probably 750 I get or 700 for Section 8. She looked at me and was like, no, you won't. I said, yes, I will. I said, in this area, it's probably seven, you know, probably 800 for this area. Probably on the high end, I'd probably say 825, but that might be pushing. But 800 probably for sure, 750 to 800. So I know for sure for Section 8, I'll be getting more money. Um, you, know, you know, and that's another thing. Don't let your tenants... You know, they act like they know everything. Uh, they act like they know the laws and things of that sort. But again, you know, you know, you, that's some of the things you got to deal with. You, you know, they're going to be pushing and pulling different directions. Uh, but again, you know, I, just keeping you updated. I know I kind of went off track on that last thing. But just keeping you updated about what's going on with my rental process uh, during the the COVID-19, hopefully those things are, uh, are pan out uh, with getting with getting those uh, two or three jobs, with fixing the windows, fixing the deck, and um, finishing out a, a, a property. Like I say, just make, trying to make a, a side hustle. So I got two empty properties that I'm working on um, that are pretty bad. And so I'm hoping I can use that little bit of money to finish out these properties. So again, this is William representing Peachtree Property Management. Please also look into my GoFundMe, uh, support me on Facebook or, you know, leave comments, um, share my, you know, my page, uh, go to uh, YouTube, look me up, like my videos, try to help me get monetized, any, any little bit of money, because basically anything or any, you know, any likes, any support will lead to, uh, you know, a small, hopefully in the future, small amount of uh, money coming from me becoming monetized. And that will help me fight uh, gentrification, reverse gentrification. Like I say, properties are going for $900. I rent them for $650, not trying to get rich off of two or three properties. Um, also, most of my properties... Or have low mortgages, if any mortgages. So that's another reason why I'm able to keep them low, and I don't give anyone, um, you know, crappy places. All of them get redone, new studs, new joists, uh, new walls, new doors. For the most part, new doors, because um, most of my properties are old, 
and I, I kind of do like to keep them, um, keep the old uh, characters or characteristics about it in there. Um, and like I say, just help me fight, uh, you know, gentrification. Appreciate everyone. I also want to thank uh, Anchor. This, uh, if you haven't tried Anchor, great uh, app for if you want to start a podcast, check out the podcast. You can find them on Spotify. Also, they kind of, I don't know how, they, how that works, but they're kind of linked up. It's, it's a free app, so you don't have to pay anything. You don't have to put too much information down. It's quick, easy, um, and make it enjoyable. It's easy, easy to edit and maneuver your way around. And also, I want to thank my other sponsor, uh, William uh, Goodlett Grading and Hauling, located in Salisbury, North Carolina, uh, 6780 Young Road. So that's 6780 Young Road. Uh, been in business for over 20 plus years, working in um, the Piedmont Triad areas of North Carolina. And again, that's William Goodlett Grading and Hauling. Number is 704 636. 6637 again is 704-636-6637 and their alternative number is 704-202-6588 and again that's 704-202-6588